You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. To license. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You now listen to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast. Your boy Raynell Jamal. I got my brothers in the building. Who's in the building with me tonight? Yo, yo, this is your boy Jay Davis. You can find me at uh, Instagram at JA Davis II or Twitter at the same um, address. You can also find me at www.jdavis.co. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? It's your boy Chris Peters, CP in the building. You can catch me on all my social medias. Chris gets busy. Chris gets busy. I'm everywhere you want to be. Let's get it. Let's go, let's go. Now, I know y'all been wondering, like, what's been going down, what's been happening with the squad. We've been here. You know, we just had a, a, we had a little minor hiccup, you dig? But I think that hiccup is going to push us towards some greatness, you feel me? So, we here, you know what I mean? Uh, we connecting on some more wider platforms. Hit us up on Spotify now, you know what I'm saying? Let's go. And uh, we're going to be on some other platforms real soon. We're a part of the Anchor family, you dig? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, we about to take this to another level. So make sure you listen to this episode and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify. Hit me up at rednail-jamal.com. Get all the episodes on there. And uh, stay connected to us on the IG and the Twitter at A-Z-S-R-O-O-T. B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D, A-Z, Root Bruce Pod. And just communicate with the tribe, ladies and gentlemen. We here to serve y'all. You dig? So, my brothers, before we go any further, how was Thanksgiving? Talk to me. Break it down. Oh, man. Uh, Thanksgiving was cool, man. You know, just spent it with uh, spent it with some friends and some fam. You know what I mean? It was uh, it was lovely. I didn't really do too much, which was uh, which was cool. Um, so. Ate a lot, but I just chilled, man. It was a, it was right. a fun time. It was a fun right. time for sure. Good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was amazing, man. Like I, uh, I did three simple things, man. Like I ate, right. I slept, uh-huh. and I watched yeah. football. You know what I mean? Like, Say it again for him. Say it again for him. I, 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 I ate. Come on now. I slept. Talk to him. And watched. Yeah. I watched a little football. Yeah, yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Mainly yeah, more college yeah, yeah. stuff. More right. college stuff. You know what I mean? But it was good, bro. Like I needed. Every aspect of, I needed every aspect of that vacation. Every yeah, aspect man. of it. So I'm so grateful, bro. Did y'all have to work the next day? Nah. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all? T- Absolutely yeah, not. Like it was the same for me, man. I just kept it easy. Um, visit my grandparents on Thanksgiving, and then like what my mom does, like being a either my brother or me got things to do or have significant others or we can't we got to work the next day you might not be around sometimes for thanksgiving so my mom she does this um she cooks thanksgiving dinner for the immediate family on fridays Mm. so that's like a tradition and uh let me tell y'all something man i don't know what got into miss frankie jean carmichael but i promise you um she must have got the cheat code about manna because she made these things, brother. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Amazing things, brother. That was a legendary meal, bro. Wow, yo. It was legendary, bro. Seriously, like my man. mind was down. Yeah, man. So it was dope, man. You know, my lady came through. It was so dope, time. bro. Watch movies. We just kicked it, man. It was dope. But uh, I want to thank the Lord, you know, for Miss Frankie Jean Carmichael, my mama. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, <laughs> she did that thing, man. She did that. You know yo, shouts to moms, bro. Yeah, man. It was dope. Yeah, man, out to mom. Dope, man. But yeah, man, that's good, man. So uh uh during our time apart, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell you bro. so I noticed that I post like the last, the last two episodes, right? But they yeah. never like uploading onto the platforms. I was like, hey, what's going on? So come to find out my domain name didn't update. You feel what I'm saying? So mm. I was Whoa. tripping out because I guess I just I just missed that email. So I'm like, dang, what's going on? So I go to where I bought the domain from, domain name from. Come to find out they have put that mug on auction. I'm like, really? There's only one Raynell Jamal. You feel me? Like, I'm a, let him know, bro. Come on, talk to me. What's going on? Dog. So I put a bid down for my domain name at the like five minutes before it was over. Somebody to come in and scoop it. Bought my domain. I was wow. That's bro. so whack, bro. I'm thinking like, oh, so this is what GoDaddy do. This is how they get money from you. Okay, I'm not playing this game with you today. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. The crazy part is it didn't connect to me that, you know, being my website was hosting a podcast that things wasn't being uploaded. So, like, the link... RS feed and everything connected to the other sites was just failing. It just wasn't connecting. So I was just like mad about that. I was like, dang. So uh, we finally got that squared away. And um, I just want to make it anybody out there that got RaynellJamal.com, you got to see me in the street. This is yours. You feel me? Bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta see I love what that website's going to look like, bro. That is crazy to me, bro. bro. I'm tripping. It, it's still blank right now, but I just had the dash between the Raynell and Jamal. I like the way it look anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, um, we're going to keep it moving. But like I said, just provide opportunities to put the podcast out a little bit wider. So um, connect it with Anchor and different things like that. So I think it's going to be dope moving forward. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. So look, what's been going down with Chris? Chris, you know what I'm saying? We've been seeing you on the IG. You know what I'm saying? Hoodie Chris. We got Beanie Chris, the clean cut Chris. You know what I'm saying? Talk to the people, man. Talk to the tribe. What's been going on with you? Man, I ain't been up to too much of nothing, man. Um, just been getting a lot of opportunities to, you know, come out and sing. Um like LA a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, man. Um that was that was amazing. Uh gained a, a lot of new contacts and not a, a lot of met a lot of new people. Um I met this guy. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this show, um, The Four. Yes. Right. Um, there's a guy on there. His name was Ash Miner. Yes. He was actually one of the original four. Right. And um, right. he performed there that night as well. And, you know, after I sang, you know, he, he came up to me. He was like, bro, you're amazing. Um, you know, we exchanged some contact information. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be doing some stuff in the future, man. But, you know, when I came off stage, he stopped me as I was walking to the back. He was like, bro, 
you're amazing, bro. Like you, 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 you doing your thing. Keep doing your thing, and it was just amazing to know that somebody that's you know right that's as talented as him and recognized me. So you know that that was pretty cool, man. Um, other than that, just getting a lot of uh, a lot of other opportunities um, as far as like singing different places. I'm working on some stuff now. Working on some uh, some new music, you know what I mean. Um, hopefully, I can drop it the top of next year. Yeah, so, man. So we, we working. We working. Hey, so let everybody know what like Unplugged LA is. So Unplugged LA is a weekly showcase of R&B artists, rappers, poets, you know, things like that. You know, it's at um, it's at this place called the Study in downtown LA. Right. And it's actually is put on by this uh, this group called the Astronaut Gang, and the Astronaut Gang is this guy. Um, he's the na- the head of it is this guy. His name is uh, Mars, and Mars is a part of this uh, production team called Fifteen Hundred and Nothing. Yes. Fifteen Hundred and Nothing is James Fauntleroy, Mars, Rance, um, a lot of other guys. And if you didn't know, Rance is the guy that played the keys on Ella May's Boot Up right. and Ella May's Trip. Mm. And they, so, and not only that, Fonderoy writes for literally everybody and their mama. Everybody, everybody. they put in fifteen hundred or nothing produces, or if not play on literally everybody's stuff. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, like they have major. Major clout with like the Bruno Mars movement, like they practically were the Grammys and the BET Awards, Bruh. Yeah, like almost, yeah, yeah. literally all genres, all genres. Like they not playing, literally, literally. And then like even uh the cocaine eighties movement that James Fonseroy with Common and Nas, and that was just even like that music back then yeah. was mad crazy though. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, man. So they were Jay Z band for a minute too. Lupe Fiasco's band. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, they're my part of them. Are Maya's band now? Yeah, yeah. Mars, yeah, hey, he um, he just... produces for um, right. Yeah, he produces for uh, for Maya as well. Yeah. Mm. So mm. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just taking in what you told me right now, brother. I'm just this taking dude, in. You... <laughs> okay. This dude say she alien five. <laughs> hey, this bro, dude she, say she, she alien five. World, bro. She ain't from this world, bro. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, okay, for sure, for sure. All right, so like, I've always wanted to go to Unplugged LA. Always. Yeah, man. Yeah. It seem oh, and they do a thing. Oh, they do a thing called after service too, or after church, right on Sunday. After church, yes, yes. Ooh, I, I know that is hot. Yeah, man. Wow. I haven't been. I haven't been, but I definitely would love to go for sure. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll have to put that on the vision board, bro. Mm-hmm. Az's and Root Roots, so, uh, a road trip, bro. Bruh. So, are you planning on going back? Um, yeah, he definitely wants me to come back. I'm not sure when, but we're definitely gonna try to make that happen for sure. That's dope. That's dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. And hey, tell everybody about the uh about the uh cover series. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. So it's crazy how that came up. So if you follow me on Instagram, that's uh, Chris gets busy on Instagram. If you follow me on IG, you have seen that I've been doing a cover series for like the past you know month or so. 
And um, it's crazy how that happened. It's actually not my idea at all. <laughs> um, uh, a friend of mine, his name is Michael Hudson. He produces. Um, he, We were going to a studio session one night, and um, he got the days on the studio mixed up. And I was in the car with him, so I'm like, okay, um, what are we about to do now? So he was like, hey, you know what I'm trying to do? Uh, I really want to take like folk songs, rock songs, and trap them out. Trap R&B them mm. out. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. So um, I forget the f- name of the first song that we did, but it got a great response. Uh, the second song that we did um, was Use Somebody by Kings of Leon. Mm. That, one, that one is actually our best responded to song. Like People really like that the, the most. And then um, the third one we put out was a little more gringy, a little more dark. It was uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yeah. Which actually, um, that was actually pretty dope, too. But, uh, man, we've been getting a, a really good response. You know, we we've taken a little break um, so we can kind of map out, you know, the next few videos or whatever. So, my guy, Michael Hudson, he's, he's you know, he's the brainchild behind it. And then my other guy, um, Scott Ocker, yeah. he's a guitar player. He's an amazing guitar player. He's amazing. Y'all go check him out. Um, so this is a crazy thing, bro, like, <clears throat> not to cut you off. Like, so I knew, I met Scott. I met Scott, like, what, so we're, um, so I met Scott, like, like close to 10 years ago. I don't even uh-huh. think Scott was playing guitar. I think right. I think he was itching and he was like, man, I want to do it. And it's like it's crazy to see his like his growth from the right. time. Like he's not just playing like guitar, but he's playing like theory. He's playing right, bass. Right. And it's like, bruh, like yeah. yo, he's out here. Yo, he's out here. It's crazy. He's out here. He's out here. He's really doing his thing and he's teaching me a lot. Um, I'm starting to pick up guitar now. So oh, good stuff. Yeah, man. I, I, I got to do something with these hands. You know what I'm saying? Good stuff, bro. I got to do something, you know. So I'm starting to pick that up. So I'm, I'm he's teaching me a lot. So it's um, things are coming together. I, I've been writing. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping to release some stuff the top of the year, probably, you know, January, February, March in that area. Yeah, man. That's dope. Yeah, man. That's dope. Be sure. ready, bro. Be sure. ready. Yeah, for yes, sure. Oh, um, we gonna get it. Um, I was gonna ask you guys. Um, have y'all heard uh, Meek's album? I was, oh yes, I have. I listened to a couple of singles on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, that joint he got think? with LMA is crazy. Oh, brother, <laughs> bro, that joint with LMA that's, is crazy. That twenty four seven is a monster. Man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, I was hoping that Meek dropped a fire album. I was hoping because all, all the stuff behind him, you know, he's the, the activist for the prison reform and criminal justice reform and things like that. And, you know, he, re- re- he rekindled his relationship with Drake, rekindled his relationship with Game. And, you know, I, I was hoping that he came out with a fire project. Right. And he did. Right. Yeah. He, did. he definitely did. He did. It's... It's his strongest album. For sure. It's his strongest album. I will put it in my top two of album of the year. I will. Really? Yes, I will. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Okay. 
that's in my top two. Wow. Now, do you, okay. Now, do you, do you think that's because of the um, because of everything that's following it, or do you truly believe like just based off of like music alone is like the it's the 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 top your top two? So, if we, okay, all right. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just tell y'all this, right? So. I don't know if y'all see like the type of music that I post on my Instagram or whatever, but right. you know, I like trap, you know what I'm saying? I love hip hop. Like, right. you know, I'm in that element, right. you know? Right. So, so I, I can appreciate Meek's album. Right. I can appreciate it. And I feel him. Mm-hmm. I feel him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's, Meek is one of those artists that for me, I can play his. I can play this album from front to back and not skip a song. Got you. If mm-hmm. I if I can do that, then you got you got a a fire album. And that album and Kod by by J Cole are the only two albums this year that made me do that. Really? Mm. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Look, real quick. Real quick. Did any Did any of y'all hear uh, LMA's album? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Hey man, that mug is nice. Yo, real nice. That joint that you did with Chris Brown. Okay. That's 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 my that's my joint right that's there. Your thing? That's my thing. I was a, I like I, Go ahead, go ahead. I was I was surprised cuz I wasn't expecting much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, but I was really surprised with the way they they put the project together in the just the vibe of it. I like the vibe." Yeah, right. Right. This is my thing with LMA and Unpopular opinion slash hot take right here. <laughs> so, I think she, minus the dance moves, is like the female Chris Brown. And I say this, like vocally, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Content-wise, yes. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like all that, like her voice and her, and her, her delivery when she sings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her content is like, yeah, like he's like the female Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be detrimental to her because there's already a Chris Brown and I don't think necessarily people want to see a female version of him if you can't dance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, LMA, y'all seen LMA perform all she got is that little side to side two step. That's about all she's gonna do. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. That's about all she's gonna do. So, you know, if she can't dance, then people are gonna go tired of her really quick. And let's be honest, no other song has bubbled off of her album other than Trip. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Her album's been out since the beginning of October. Right. Your second single should be popping by now. Boot up. That's true. Boot up. That's true. right. Like boot up was not your first single. Right. I mean, boot up was your it was your first single, but it came out way back in 2016. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And it just started gaining traction this year. So, you know, I think I think she's dope. I just think she needs to really start honing in on 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 other facets of what she's able to do. But I think that's too. Like I think that's like production. I think that's like also like. That's team. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. she's still like because I, I remember Ray, you put me on LMA. And LMA, I think it was when she did like one of her like her five track EPs. And right. it was really good. Like it was really good. And you know, you could see that they've 
some they they've used some of those songs for this la- this latest project, you know. But it's kind right. of like, you know, it's it's a team thing because I mean, like the fact is, like, like I can only say this from my only my perception, but it's like boot up is like a, a club classic now. Like you know, like when boot up comes on, you know what I mean. Dudes are gonna get in their feelings. Ladies gonna get in their feelings. You know what I mean? People gonna be singing on top of their lungs. You know what I mean? Like, yup. You know, so it's kind of like one of those things. It's kind of like um, that. That almost would say that that single almost kind of put her in a in a in a box, right? You know, like right. where it's like her and well, the box. She put herself in a box, and Jack White put her in the box too. Let her, you know, what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jack White got let her live, man. Let her be. Let her breathe for a little bit, Jack White. What you, Chris? What did you think of Jay Z's verse on uh, Meeks? Um, I thought it was timely. Um, I definitely thought it was timely. I thought, I thought it was dope, man. I think, I think anything that Jay does at this point is a moment and not just a mm, right. Not right. It, it wasn't just a verse. It was a moment. Like right, when, right. When 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 him and when him and B dropped. The Carters, you know, that was a moment, you know, yeah. four, four, that was a moment. I feel I feel like everything that he does now is a moment. And that that just proved that, you know, Jay is still out here. He's still, you know, one of the best, if not the best. You know, it was hot. It was dope. It was well thought of. Um, he touched on a lot of different things that, you know, he addressed a lot of different things that needed to be addressed. The, the parts where he was breaking down the things that he owns. Oh, man. He was he was talking that talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, right. so yeah, man. I I thought it was dope. It was dope. It was, a, I mean, it was an amazing verse. I mean, as the MC, the the double entendres and the triple entendres he was dropping like yeah. back to back. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bruh, I listened to it today, and I caught when he was like, "On oh God, this is improv, not comedy." Sign I felt. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Bruh, I was like, yo, hold on, man. What you doing over there, bruh? Like, yeah, man. Hey, come on, man. Well, stop it, man. Stop doing that over there. Uh, but no, yeah, that verse is crazy. Not only that, Rick Ross was for crazy. His verse was crazy too. Yeah, his verse. Yeah. Man, Ross be saying some real sneaky, Ooh. nice stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, man. He be. He be out here, man. man he yeah, be man. out here with it. Yeah. Dog, no lie. Rick Ross has dropped some of the best rap albums in the last 15 years. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I would I would say so. I would say so. And people don't people gonna have to start recognizing like he's dropped some some dope projects, like as far as sound of cohesiveness, like he's one of them dudes. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah, but that song is crazy. But I like that LMA joint, uh, Meat Guy. Um, I like the intro. I like that whole project. I like the maturity in it. I like the maturity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that. But look. All right. So, you know, we was touching on this stuff pre-game. But uh, let's get the NBA talk out the way. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the NBA talk out the way. So, I had a homie hit me up and he was asking me, do I think the Spurs quit on Popovich? 
What do y'all mm. think? Whew. Um, I, think, I think it's still kind of early to make that judgment, but they are struggling like we've never seen the Spurs struggle before. Well, I mean, like, this is my thing, man. Like, people forget that Greg Popovich just lost his wife not that long ago. Man, you, you can't hold on. You literally said what I told my boy when he asked me that question. You literally said the same thing I just said. Yeah, so, I mean, like, bro, like, this dude is is healing. This dude is, is trying to figure figure life out at the same time run a franchise, you know? So, I mean, like, I think that, like, I think probably for him, basketball is probably, like, could be like the only like could be one of the things that is keeping him and sustaining his his love tank, but at the same time, man, like he might need a break. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I told my boy the same thing. I said, man, um, it's funny you say that because I literally said, I said, I think what people's forgetting. I think what people are forgetting that he lost his wife in that. Uh, he might not be as locked in as a coach as he once was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so maybe that's what the, um, what the, what the issue is. And on top of that, um, he, uh, he has a whole new, new squad basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. He ain't got no Manu. He ain't got no Tony. He ain't got no Tim, and he ain't got no Kawhi, bro. I was, I was, I was saying something to my boy the other day about this, and um, I said the same thing that y'all said. Like this man just lost his wife. Like y'all don't know the type of relationship that he had with mm-hmm. her. You know what right. I mean? Like right. I was watching something. I don't know what I was watching. It might have been Sports Center or something, but they kind of highlighted um, the relationship, then the love that he had for his wife. And I guess Tim Duncan and and Manu they were talking about how they used to see them together. And he was like they were be- they were like they were best friends, you know. Right. And <clears throat> and uh, you know, anytime you go through something like that, like it'll take its toll on you. And even when you look at Pop on the bench, he don't look the he same. He don't look the same. Right, right. Like, he doesn't look like Pop. Like, normally, you know, Pop, you know, he's 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 up, he's vibrant, he's coaching, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. He's doing his thing. But now, I mean, he get, he still gets up. He still does what he has to do. But he sometimes he just looks like he has, like, a very, very somber look on his face. It's like, he's right. Yeah. Right. right. I'm just like, dang, Pop, like, you know. And you know my prayers go out to him, man. I hope that he, I hope that he's doing okay. You know, that's real. I was telling my boy, I said maybe it might be time for him just to like, you know, what I'm saying, call it a career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or at least take a, or take a break. Right. You know what I mean, like right. a real break, a like real a break. break. You know what I right. mean? Like I don't want to tell anybody how they should run their life, but man, like man, you lost your rib, bro. Like man, like man, I, I do, I do not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Bro. No, you're good, bro. No, it's just like, man, like, I, I can't even, I, I don't know what that pain feels like. You know, right. you, you know what I mean? So, right. um, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, um, I can't see Pop 
coaching anywhere else but San Antonio. Like, nah. I can't see him coaching anywhere else. But I do want him, if he does decide to step down from coaching duties, I, I do still want him to be around basketball and around right. the organization in some sort of capacity. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I, me personally, I don't think the NBA would be the same without Pop around the game at all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think hey, it would be the same. Well, people forget that Pop used to be the GM mm-hmm. of the Spurs and then mm-hmm. he stepped down and became the coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might be the step he should take. Yeah. It's just go back into the office. And you know, put to start putting together and piecing, you know, together these squads. Right. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. My boy told me that we, we all thinking the same thing. I was like, man, you know, he just lost his wife. He might not just be locked in right now. You know, he just he's healing. Gotta let the man go through. So that's real. Yeah. Um, because the team is like, it's like they just like I, we never seen a pop team have struggle. Right, would no have no sense of urgency on defense. Right, I was I at this stat that I saw um, before they lost last night to the Lakers. I saw a stat that said that out of a thousand and something games, he only lost five games mm. by thirty points. He's lost three games by thirty points wow. in the last week. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, I said, "Oh my gosh, that that literally <laughs> dropped my, my jaw." I right, said, "Whoa!" Right. You know, right. And I think, I think too. I wonder yeah, too, man. man. Like, I think on the other side was where, like, and like you know, Pop had a really interesting comment within, like, on ES, like you know, that people were talking about how he said, like, man, like the game ain't fun no more because everybody's shooting threes. And I wonder if he's having. I wonder if the Spurs are having an identity crisis, right? Because, like, you have all these fundamental players that used to be on that team, and now, like, you have you have these young guys that are that are in this flow of this, like, this new modern positionless basketball. And I think, you know, it's kind of hard to go from, you know, your your team is, had won the top international point guards, won the top international two guards, and then one of the great, if not the greatest, one of the greatest power forwards of all time, like, and one of the greatest centers to to play the game with David Robinson. So it's like, man, like, Pop has always been used to, I've seen Pop play with, like, set positions and now having to transition into this positionless basketball, it might really not be fun for him anymore. You know, it might really just be one of those things where he's just like, man, like, ah, this is if I went to coach this, you know, I would I would coach rec league. You know what I mean? You got, you got to think about this too. Like he lost his wife, Manu retired, and then he lost Hawaii. So I'm sure he like his emotions took a turn. Took some took some hits. Antonio for sure. Antonio Parker. Sure. Oh, and Tony Parker went to Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Hey, wait a second. Hold on. Why Tony go to Charlotte? Because because he ain't getting no run with Kimball on the floor. Yeah, Tony ain't getting no burn. <laughs> no run. Man, but yeah. Man, man ain't getting so. no burn. Because Kimba is balling out of his mind right now. Bro. Bro, I've been loving Kimba since college. Yo, yes, it's the UConn day. Man, he is a killer. <laughs> a major killer, bro. 
Yeah, so yeah, man. But you know, a hey, prayers pop, man. We hope that he, you know, he his heart is good. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we know the Spurs is gonna be cool, but we just seen them going through some struggles. We like, whoa, like okay, right? Yeah, like yeah, we knew this is coming, but like, dang, something got something major got to be going on. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. And um, yeah. I'm trying to figure out um, if, if if one of y'all could do me a favor and, and see if. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is still in the NBA because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what happened. Like, what's going on, man? Like, hey, man, your boy, you need to put an APB out on your boy, man, bro. Like, real, he should have stayed in Portland if he's gonna do all of this. If he would have stayed in Portland, they'd have had a nice team, man. Real talk, <sighs> see, cutting up, real man. talk, they'd have had a nice team, man. All right, so okay, I know y'all heard about these trade rumors, right? Um, With who? Possible Lonzo and Ingram, and maybe Pope for Anthony Davis. Ooh. I have not heard that. Impossible. Well, this is already offered. Lonzo Ball, Pope, Hart. For John Wall, that's heck Ooh. no. <laughs> Listen, okay, <laughs> John Wall, no. Here's why. First of all, okay, we all know. Okay, John Wall's nice. Right, he's dummy nice. Right, okay. dummy nice. I don't know if John Wall is okay with being second fiddle to any. One right, and that's gonna be his downfall. That's gonna be his downfall. I'm gonna tell you, I would much rather if I were Washington, if I were the Lakers, I would put together a nice little package. Yes, sir. Right. Speak for Lonzo. Uh-huh. I would put get put together a nice little package for Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Put together. Um, I'll put. I'll throw Brandon Ingram in there, mm-hmm. and I would. Um, I would give them. Mo Wagner mm-hmm. for Bradley Bill and Otto Porter. Ooh. Hey, but Bill would be a perfect fit with LeBron. Perfect. Exactly. Oh, perfect. Man, Bradley perfect. Bill would be a perfect. Oh, he's man. already a solid number two. Bruh. Solid, bro. Bruh. He's already a solid number two. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you put him next to LeBron. Mm. You got LeBron playmaking. You mm-hmm. got your people crash down with LeBron going to the basket. You kick it out. Bradley Bill shoots the three. You all you add some size to the two spot, and also you add some size to your front line because Otto Porter can play the three or the four. He could play a stretch four. And then the and then the Los Angeles Los Angeles LeBrons will still have money to go get. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, exactly. They will still have money to go get somebody. They still have money to go get somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and and I still believe that Kawhi is probably going to end up with the Lakers in this offseason. bro. I still believe that. I, I, honestly, can I be honest with y'all? Yeah, I, I think Kawhi is going to become is going to stay a Raptor. Mm. Think so? I do. I'll say this, bro. If if the if the Raptors get to the get to the finals, Kawhi, will, I believe Kawhi will resign with the Raptors. 
I, I do see the I do see the flipping. I forgot he's from Mobile. So to play in Los mm -hmm. Angeles would probably would be an honor. But mm -hmm. I think it's just like, man, like I don't know if it's a home thing. I think it was just he needed he You think it was just a get out of San Antonio thing. I think it was just a get out of San Antonio thing. Because bro, mm -hmm. he's been laughing, he's been smiling, mm -hmm. and he's been cracking mm -hmm. jokes. Like yep. whole person whole personality oh, my change. Bad. Go ahead. I mean just a whole personality Did change, you know, so Yeah. Did y'all see what uh, what Kyle Lowry said about uh, Masai Ujiri? Mm -hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Rachel Nichols asked him, was like, um, hey, uh, what do you think about uh, Masai Ujiri? He was like, he's the president of basketball operations. I said, ooh. <laughs> he was like, he was like, ooh. he was like, he does his job and I do my job and that's just how it is. I was like, and Brian, Brian Windhorst says something. I normally don't like anything that Brian Windhorst says, but um, he says something that that kind of made sense. He said he did he 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 Masai Ujiri accomplished two things: he got Kawhi Leonard and he pissed Kyle Lowry off. Because if you notice, when Kyle Lowry plays angry, he plays better. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is so true. Right. So I was like, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. And he he, you listen at the interview, he did sound pretty pissed off. Like he don't care for, he don't care for Masai. Right. So, yeah, right. yeah. And he is, he does lead the league in assists right now. So he's balling out of his mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh. All right. So Richard Jefferson gave a gave a, a take that uh that really made me think about the Warriors. Uh huh. He was like, everybody's concerned with how the Warriors will be if KD leaves, right? Mm -hmm. He said, but do people realize that if KD leaves, they still have a max slot open for the and the Warriors? Ooh. Yes, they do. He said, so he said that doesn't mean the Warriors would just fall off. He said that means they could possibly get Anthony Davis. Get somebody, and I was just like, "Man, come on, man, come bro!" On. If the right. Warriors got Anthony Davis, I would right. just Not stop fair. watching basketball. Yeah, I would just bro. stop watching basketball. I was gonna watch two K on Twitch all day. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. I'll just watch two K season on Twitch. Like I'm not watching basketball, bro. Like, but that made me think, though. I was like, "Dang, that's that's real talk." That's real. Yeah, they've set themselves up pretty nicely over, over there in Golden State. So, what do you think is gonna happen to Boogie though? Like, Boogie no longer gonna be a Warrior next year? Nah, nah. nah. St um, Steve Kerr already said we're not gonna be able. Yeah, to they're not gonna get Marcus back. So, um, <clears throat> so I think Boogie is gonna <clears throat> uh, he's gonna come back before the All Star break. I think. Yeah, he's probably gonna come back around the end of December, January. Um. So he's gonna do what he can this season to get a max contract. I think he gonna ball out when he come back too, bro. I think I think he gonna ball out. I think that team is gonna gel and they gonna gel around him, and um, they gonna gel around him and they gonna start playing some good ball. And I think they gonna repeat. They gonna get another one. Oh yeah, they gonna get another one for sure. I don't think yeah. anybody's gonna stop him. Yeah, um, for sure. But dang man, like Boogie come back balling, that's gonna be crazy. Man, I, I really feel like Boogie gonna come back balling, and he gonna come back whatever team next year. He gonna come back smashing on on people. I really believe that. I believe we might even see uh, because how, question for you: How many? Uh, what's Tyson Chandler's uh, 
contract looking like this year? Mm. I think he on a one year deal. Yeah. I, think. I think it's one year. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Boogie as Laker next year if they can't get Anthony I wouldn't Davis. Be surprised either. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Yeah. I, I can see. I can see Bron. I can see Bron and uh and Boogie together. Only thing is, Bron, uh Boogie has to. If you're gonna play with Bron, you gotta improve your back to the basket game. Oh yeah, mm. all day, all day. Yeah, if you're gonna play with Bron, because if if you got your back to the basket and people start crashing down on you, all you gotta do is kick it out to Bron and let him play make for you right. again. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah, he has to improve that. But I could absolutely see see Boogie with the Lakers. That'll be a formidable squad. Mm. All yeah. right, so we gotta talk about how LeBron looked like he just getting better. Yeah, I think right. man, it's health and diet, bro. It's, I <laughs> like this dude is playing like, like he just ain't age at all. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like, he's he's defying the laws of age, the laws of physics, the laws of everything, man. Like, did y'all see him go off last night for forty two, bruh? Fourteen in the fourth quarter. You see how far he shot that three? Launched it. I think. I think one thing that like LeBron has that people forget—he's really smart. Oh yeah, he's probably the smartest player we've seen in history, bro. You know, yeah. he's a really smart dude. So it's yeah. kind of like, man, like, and I think he has the right team around him, where they yeah. give him enough freedom to be himself, but they also give yeah. him enough structure to help him succeed. Right. And That's I mean, real, right. like, I mean, like, man, like, yo, like. Man, he stays athletically fit. You know what I mean? He uh, gives him he gives himself enough time to rest. But man, when it's gym time, that dude's in the gym. You know, like oh, yeah. I mean, he gets it in. He said he he said he stays in shape year round. He said I, he said I don't stop. Yeah, that's literally what he said the other day. He said I don't stop. I stay in shape year round for these moments. Now just like wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was actually just listening to this podcast with him and his trainer. And they're going over like his workout regimen and his diet and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, this dude is on another level, bro. Bro. Yeah, man. But uh yeah, he's just playing like out of his mind. He might get MVP this year. He should have <laughs> got it last year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I would have gave it to him last year, but you think he's gonna get it this year? He might get it this year, bro. If he get him to the play, look, if he got him, if he get them to number two in the West, he's gonna get it. Uh, I think. But Steph is I mean, if they if, if if they if they get that high up in the West, then yeah, you have to give it to him. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Steph is yeah, Steph is looking yeah, great. Steph is looking otherworldly right yeah, now. Yeah, man. man, he is. Man, I need somebody. Yeah. You know what we gotta do? We gotta get Pope to get to tear that ankle up again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad, Steph. You know what I'm saying? Touch him up. Yeah. Touch him up. Just go ahead and just just follow on that thing a little bit. You know. <laughs> yeah, That's real. Man. Hey, but uh, so Jeff, you was talking about these social experiments that went down in pregame. Yeah, man. What happened with these social experiments? All right, so I think the one there was one that made me laugh. There was one that made me sad. So the one that made me laugh was uh, <laughs> right. Um. The one that made me laugh was the the Payless situation. So recently, Payless uh, had uh, uh, discussed and invited a lot of um, uh, high ranking social individuals to this uh, unknown experiment. They didn't know it was an experiment. So literally, what they did was um, all the Payless shoes that were like marked for like fifteen to twenty twenty five dollars. They put a four hundred dollar price tag 
like on them just to see if people will like 200 300 400 price tag on it and what people literally were doing were like oh man like they would grab a shoe and they would rub it but like, oh man this is the finest leather you could tell that like whoever made these shoes like this, this, these shoes were made like by hand stitch yeah they uh, so what they did was like they would be holding 400 400 shoes and then so the people like the payless host would be like well you know that you're wearing like what you're actually willing to buy 400 dollars shoes for only would cost you $25 because they're payless shoes. And they'd be like, are you serious? And they'd be like, no, like, this is really payless shoes. So, like, instead of payless, it was, like, Palessi. You right. know, so, like, that was just hilarious to me. Yeah. But, but it really just, uh, it just kind of really struck a chord um, with me because I just remember when I, I was younger, I think there was just this major stress. And I think I'm finally getting out of it, but there's this major stress that, like, I have to have the top of the top, you know? Um and it's just like it even makes me laugh now because I think some of the times like the kids like what they're paying a hundred dollars for now used to only cost ten dollars back in the day and specifically that's like with the champion uh, clothing like champion was like man that's real talk was like ten dollars at Walmart you know what I mean and it's like now like if you want a championship uh, a pan a championship shirt like you're paying like seventy five dollars you know. Um, so it was crazy to me, man. Like, um, it was really crazy to me, like, you know, that, like, people, like, were willing. Like, it just really makes you think, you know, like, man, what am I really buying? What am I really putting my, like, what am I really investing investing in? You know what I mean? Like, is this, what is this caring, you know? So it was really thick, bro. Really thick. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a definition of hype beast. Definition. <laughs> Bruh, like... Come on, and I and they and they was giving people their refunds too, like on the way out. Yeah, you got you have to, man. Like that's hype beast to the max because it's, I, I ain't gonna lie, the stuff that Kanye be pushing out on people, I'm looking like, come on, bro, like come on, you know they look like garbage. Stop it. Yeah, stop it, bro. Like really, you, you gonna give us holy ripped up shirts and like what? Nah, yeah, the price point be like five hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, like bro. nah, nah, bro. Nah, I'm good, bro. Nah, I, bro. I, and I think that's like such a perfect. I think that's such a perfect person to to talk about because when I really think about it, I always say like people could say whatever they want about Kanye. You know what I mean? And I don't. And I and again, I don't agree with everything that Kanye does. But man, like nobody was wearing pink pink polos. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody was, you know. Yo, you wear pink? Uh, you know what I mean, man. Kanye right. coming with the pink right. polo, the Air Force Ones. You know what I mean, like the 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 Ralph the Ralph uh the Ralph jeans, man. Everybody yeah. wearing cardigans, pink polos. Want the Ralph jeans? Want the Air Force Ones? Man, for the longest, nobody was wearing um uh, flannel shirts around their waist. Dudes weren't right. doing that, man. Right. What happened? Kanye West rocked the flannel shirt around his waist. He wore the kilt. I only saw one person rocking a kilt before I saw Kanye West rock it, but because he was a uh, he liked to listen to metal music. But besides that, like Bruh, urban but, urban dudes weren't yeah. wearing no kilts. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like unless you was Roddy Roddy or Piper, you know, what you I'm know saying? that's real real talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like man, like I feel like you know people want to be a part of the trend. You know what I mean? They want to be a part of like they want to be a part of the movement. You know what I mean? And it's just like I think like. That experiment just shows, like, the importance, you know what I mean? The importance of just starting your own movement, you know what I mean? Like, my dad, one thing that my dad used to tell me all the time, and I didn't start understanding what he meant by it until three years ago, and I wish he would have 
really explain to me what it meant three years ago. I mean, more than like about 10 years ago, but I mean, my dad was doing the best he can. You know what I mean? But he's always telling me like, I used to remember when I was younger, like in high school, like, yo, dad, get me these J's. You know what I mean? As a means of fitting in. He's like, man, I'm not buying you no J's. He's like, you wear your own shoes. I'd be like, pop, what in the world do you mean by that? You know what I mean? Right. right. (laughs) But what he was saying is like, man, like, Housewife. Housewife. You know, it's like, bro. But what he was saying was like, man, like, Jeff, like, don't let the, don't let the, the clothing is not going to make you, you make the clothes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's just kind of like one of those things now is like, I tell people now, like, me and Ray been having like this major battles. Like, man, the Concords come out this week. Real talk. And I'm just like, ah, buy a pair of Concords for 230 or... Nope. nope buy four pairs of vans, you know what I mean? Or invest that that yeah. two thirty. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna lie. Them Concords are tempting your boy, but I know the time I go on Nike app, they're gonna be sold out in twenty minutes. But um yeah. it's just kinda like that thing of like, man, like it it just kinda really just shows like it just really kinda shows like the the viewpoint sometimes. You know what I mean? Like what we put um what what J. Cole say, like how much how much a dollar costs, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. yeah. You, you know, it's just kind of like that thing of like, man, like how much does it cost? You know, like, so it was just really interesting, bro. But on the other instance about these social experiments, I just want y'all to chime in. How would you guys feel, especially as artists? So recently, um, recently, this guy, he posed as Travis Scott, um, took a picture with what appeared to be a, a, an attractive young lady. Um, and it came out that like bloggers like, went on the Internet and bloggers were like, oh, Travis Scott is cheating on one of the Jenner girls. Um, and it became like a, it became a really ugly, like ugly thing. Um, because, you know, like this is a, a celebrity and et cetera. How would you guys feel like my question for you guys, especially like you, I'm, I, when I, we all do music around, like I'm not a singer. I don't, like, I, don't I, I don't rap to produce and play. But as artists, how would you guys feel if somebody doubled up on you and try to like set y'all up, or try to use your use your name as an experiment? I think that's the better way to put it. Ray, you can take this one first. Uh, especially if it was something like that, I could mess up the house. I'm like, yeah. no, bro, like that's that's where it gets a little bit wild. Like when you, mess I up gotta the see house, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to talk because, like, you can't just be messing up the household, bro. Like, I'm sure yeah. homegirl probably called him and was letting him have it for a minute. Because mm-hmm. um, it looked just like him. I didn't see the picture <laughs> of it, though. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I'll send it to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, send it to him. Cause he, he looked just like you him. Did, you didn't see his face. You couldn't see his face. But his hair, it looked like he had a Cuban link on it. Yeah, it really looked like him. It really looked like him, but you could not see his face. But it looked like it could have been him. Yeah, see, nah, you can't be doing that, bro. Like, when you're trying to take my likeness to prove a point. Bro. Nah, we can't have that. Like, nah. Yeah, man. It was... I I felt a way because it's just like... Right now... You're you're literally toying with this man's life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, right. do you know how fast blogs picked that story up? Like, yeah. bro, everybody picked that story up so quick. TMZ was on it so quick. Freaking 
Shade Room posted it so quick, and then it came out that um, it came out that he that it was all a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a hoax. A hoax, exactly. So yeah, man, I'd have been hot. Yeah, you you got to see me. You got to yeah. see me. I I think the saddest thing about this like this whole situation. Um, because, I mean, we have people impersonating people all the time. You know what I mean? Right, right. A lot. I think the saddest thing about this is, like, if Travis... I think it would be one thing if Travis Scott wasn't, like, one of, like, the biggest names right now. But mm-hmm. I think the sad thing is, like, he's literally the biggest name. Yeah. Like, one of the biggest names in hip-hop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, man, like, not only, like, did he have, like, a, 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 a huge album... You know what I mean with uh, with Astro World, but I mean like he he executive produced the music right. for NBA Two K Nineteen. You yeah. know he got a brand, he got a, a, a he got a, a shoe with Jordan. You know what I mean? Real. And then you know I'm wait 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 he got a he got a shoe with Jordan. Yeah, the Cactus Jack Fours, bro. What? Google yeah. them, bro. They fire. What? The and Cactus they're... Jack Fours. And they're also talking about a Cactus Jack One. Mm-hmm. I saw. I heard about those too. What? Yeah. So I mean, he has a lot. It's not like it's not like he just came out with the album and he doesn't have a lot of things going for him. Like he got a lot of things going for him, bro. And he got a daughter. Yeah, man. He had a lot. He's a lot to lose. Oh wow, these mugs is nice. They icy, bro. Told you. Yeah, them joints is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, like, I mean, I think that was just, like, for me, like, that was just the saddest thing, like, yeah, bro, like, man, he just got so much on the table, just got so much on the table, like, you know what I mean? What's even more sad is how quick the media jumped on that without any trying to, any type of verification. Right. And, you know, that's, and that's the crazy thing, that was what the experiment was, the experiment was supposed to be about, Mm -hmm. was how the internet dropped, uh, jumped on so, so much so quickly, but it's just like the thing that also stunk was like it was at the expense, right, of someone's of some, career. Yeah, right. Yeah. Tommy Lee, yeah. Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee already on his head. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't need this, man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lee, <laughs> this dude need to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> this dude Tommy need to sit happy, down. Bro. It's I like really. It's like, first of all, Tommy. <laughs> first of all, Tommy, ain't nobody worried about you. <laughs> ain't nobody worried about you. Ain't man. nobody worried about you, oh, Tommy boy. Man. Hey, but you know what's funny? I looked up the roller coaster and I was looking like, man, what's y'all playing with y'all lives, man? Like, nah. Yeah. Nah. That mother look crazy. Like, Travis Scott, he got a roller coaster going through his concert. That looks crazy. Yeah, man. Out, bro. His concert looks so lit, though. <laughs> oh man, I don't know bro, if I can ever go to one of those joints, though, bro. I I could, man. I would love to go to one of them man, concerts. Those that... concerts look stupidly. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Like he'd be having those mosh pits and stuff, and he'd be all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so crazy. I mean, it's just it's just it's just nuts, man. You know what I mean? And it's like I think it also it is not easy when you're dating or when is he are they married or are they engaged um, i don't know if they're married yet i don't know if they're married or engaged yet but they definitely if they're not they probably on their way yeah, yeah but i mean you're 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 in relationship with one of the biggest names like in, in hollywood bro like 
in the world. You know what I mean? So it's just like, man, there's a lot of eyes on you, bro. And it's like, man, like we we know, like celeb, like just celebrity culture in general. It just seems like just it, it's like dirt flying everywhere. So it's like, man, when you're trying to be clean, when like you really have a true care and a true love for somebody, and that Bro. that gets tested because somebody decides that they want to put a picture up that wasn't even you, like that can be that can be dangerous. Hmm. Exactly, you playing with people lives, you playing with people money, you know. Just air relationships. At that, yep. At relationships at that point. You can't. And it, my my um my uncle always used to tell me this. He was like, "You cannot. Whatever you do, you have to be prepared for however somebody is going to react That's if right. you do something to them." That's right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So the dude better be lucky that Travis Scott wasn't near him because right. he is warranted putting hands on this dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! It's just it's justified. Right. It's justified. Right. You know so. Yeah, that's, know, real talk. that's just that's just that's just that's just honestly, frankly speaking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's crazy. That's real, real talk. That's real talk. Mm-hmm. All right. So, look, before we get up out of here, I want to ask y'all about <clears throat> this missionary that passed away. Yeah, man, that's sad. Um, I guess we found out about it during Thanksgiving weekend, but it happened like a week before, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. where um a missionary. Uh, John Allen Cho, you know, uh, he felt very impressed on his heart. Got impressed on his heart. He was called to to go to North Sentinel Island and, um, you know, attempt to convert the tribe, a very remote, uncontacted tribe, to Christianity. Um, right. But you know, it was a mission. He went on his. He went on his own. He, uh, I believe, he uh, kind of like he paid the fishermen, like some fishermen, to take him. I guess as far as they could take him, and then he went onto the island by himself three different times. Yeah. And I believe the third time is when um, the fishermen said they saw him get hit by like a volley of arrows. Jesus. And then was like. They uh put a rope around his neck and then like dragged him into the jungle and they saw him getting buried or whatever in the beach or whatever. Um wow. I just want to know your thoughts on that. You know, I had, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I first saw it, I was on, bro. first of all, it was just like I don't know, like by yourself, bro. Like you cannot. Right. Well, first of all, let me. Okay, I don't mean to cut you off, right? No, no, go ahead. But I'm gonna just say this. First of all, I had no clue what a North Sentinel Island was. Right, right. I had no clue that these people existed. I did not right. know that that was like an incorporated <laughs> part of the world. Like, <laughs> right. I had no clue. Right. Like, I had no clue. Right. And so when I'm reading this story, now, first of all. You have to commend this man's bravery for even wanting to go in there in the first place. Right. I mean, it's brave. Absolutely. It is brave. But at the end of the day, did you do your research? Right. Right. Did you did you really did you really think that you were going to go in there and try to talk to these people? Right. They don't talk to nobody in the world. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They don't talk to anybody in the world. And I'm not trying to be funny. Right. You right. know, like I'm not trying to be funny. I'm I'm just being real. Like they don't talk to anybody in this world. They're secluded from the rest of the world. They don't watch TV. Yeah. They don't be on the internet. Yeah. They're just in a jungle. By guy. choice. And it's by, by choice. By choice. Like, what? You got to be a crazy type of person to be in the jungle by choice. Yeah. Like, and it's like, you know, it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. He died trying to bring people to Christ. Right. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate. You know what I mean? It's just an unfortunate situation, but he died doing what he died doing what he felt he should do. And that was bringing people to Christ. So, you know, you got to commend him for that. So this the question. So I was watching um, Indian news, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, the North Sentinel Island is, is uh, a part of India, India's territory or whatever you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's his own thing. Basically, basically, the Indian government has never had any success getting on this island. So they were just like, you know what? We're going to have a law. You can't go to this island. We can't get right. on it. So nobody goes on the island. You know what I'm saying? They're good. Right. The people are good. You know, um, they're healthy. They're not over, over to us. They're not even trying to communicate with any other island near them. They're like, right. we just gonna make sure that nobody touches them because you know they don't want them to get any diseases and cause them to die out or anything like that because right. they're immune. Cars. Um. So, yeah, it's like a it's like a law. Five, you can't be within five nautical miles of the island. Period. Dang. Yeah. So. Um, Real. I mean, I think they. Re I was reading a story about how when they had that big uh, tsunami in two thousand four, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think they said like a quarter million people died in India because of the tsunami and they were concerned about them so they flew a helicopter over to like deliver supplies if needed be and just to see how the people were doing and they said the tribe mm -hmm. was chasing down the helicopter with a bow and arrow like nah bruh we good no way yeah wow. and they said what trips they what trip turned them, down help. yeah they turned dude they were they said that the helicopter was just getting shot up with arrows and spears and what, what tripped them out about it was that no as far as they can see that the tribe for the tsunami they migrated to the highest point of the mountain on the island and nobody of their tribe got killed no way, bro. Dang. But yeah, they so nobody. But um, I was reading the history of the island, and the reason why they're like that is because, like, I guess they said they're one of the first known Africans to migrate out of Africa, and they just happened to settle on the island. So they've been there for like sixty thousand years. This tribe. Um, but like, I guess when Britain had reign over India, these people, some British people, was coming over. And one dude was like a weird pedophile scientist who was experimenting on people. And when he, this is like in the 1800s, I guess they hid from him. But it was a, it was like uh, some children and an elderly couple that wasn't able to run from him. And he kidnapped them. And then the elderly people died because, you know, their immune systems are so weak. They returned the kids. Ever since then, they said that this tribe has not been playing. Like, 
anybody that goes on the island, you get it. Like you're not, you're just going to die. Like they're gonna get you, like automatic. Um, so I'm like you, like when I was watching Indian TV, they were talking about this, and the one guy said something that tripped me out. He was like, he was like, he was like, um, what church was he connected? He was like, this why guy? did he try to? Mm. He said, why? He said, who? He said, well, who, who sent him? And he was like, because it, it was like, yeah, he was the only Christian. He was a Christian that was really, they were like, the Indians, India was upset about this. They're like, yo, like, uh, the dude was like, who sent him? He was like, he didn't even try to come over here and connect with a local church to see how to contact these people. And like, he just made it upon, took it upon himself wow. to come over. And he was like, what? Right. He was like, who, 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 what church was he connected to? Who advised him to go? Like, what, what is, what is this about? He was like, why, why did he choose to do it this way? And he was like, I guess the people that helped him are in prison for his murder now. Mm, wow. Yeah. So like everybody that helped that guy, they was breaking the law. So they're in prison for his murder. And um, another missionary was supposed to go with him, but he chose to go alone at the last minute. That person is in prison. Um, what? Yeah. So, like, he really just was like, I'm going by myself. Like, he just went by himself. Like, just, like... So the people in India is hot. They're like, yo, you can't be doing this. Like, this is crazy. You can't do that. They're like, he put too many people in danger, including the tribe. Like, you can't do that. Like, you're doing too much. Wow. Um... Wow, man. But they asked the question. It was like, you know, the, the dude, the newscaster, the Indian newscaster was like, well, is he a martyr or was he an intruder? Woo! And I was just like, ah. And I was just like, it just made me think like, man, like, you know, uh, because, you know, I see a lot of like a lot of evangelicals like championing him, comparing him to like another missionary, Jim Elliott from back in the day. And um, I read this article and this guy was like, you know, you can't compare him to Jim Elliott because um, I guess that missionary back in the day, he had he was helping a tribe convert, but that tribe turned on him and killed him. But that tribe ultimately ended up being converted to Christianity, though. Yeah. Because. uh because the work didn't stop, you know. So in the article, the guy was just saying, like, the fruit, the fruit will speak for itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so it was just a trip reading this article. And I was just thinking about it, like, man, like, and in the article, the guy said something that was key. He said, being a martyr should never be the goal. Woo! Winning people to Christ is the goal. He said, and I think we can't we can't look at this situation and be like, oh, he's a martyr for the faith. He said, no, he's a man that loved God enough uh, to go, but that doesn't mean he was sent. And yeah. We have to be clear. We have to be clear with that because you don't want hundreds of people rushing to this island and this could be the same fate they suffer. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. So uh, it was just a, it's just a crazy it's a crazy situation, bro. It's a crazy situation, bro. It really is. Um, I think just uh, prayers to the family that may be mourning loss, you know, and just, uh, you know, 
even in the process, you know, just really pray that his heart was right with God and that, uh, you know, that there would just be peace in the situation, you know, even though it, it's a little, it's a little murky. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little murky. What did you think when you first, when you first heard about it though, Jeff? I, I, I thought it was sad, just the fact that he lost his life. You know what I mean? I did. Um, right. I thought it was sad that he lost his life. Um, with not, I think just even some of the side conversations that we've had, um, I have mixed emotions. You know what I mean? It's like my faith versus my, it's like faith and logic are trying to battle each other in this, in this aspect. Um, because it's like, man, on the other end, like, and I agree a hundred percent with like Chris, like, you know, he was trying to bring uh, untouched, uh, uh, untouched nation. You know what I mean? To, to the Lord. You know what I mean? And I think that's a beautiful thing when like, you know, if there's a true desire for a particular individuals to know the Lord, you know what I mean? And I don't want to, I don't ever want to take that away. Um, I also right. want us to be, I think we also have to be careful with certain laws. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that's weird, you know, like, and I don't, I don't even know how I feel about saying that in this current um, climate. You know what I mean? Because it's like, man, like, you know, we're not ashamed of the doctrine of Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like every knee will bow every time we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know what I mean? And we right. can we can quote the scriptures and scriptures, you know? So it's kind of like um it's 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 just a really thin line. You know what I mean? Like it's just a really thin line and I just I don't know which which side to to really sit on in this in this scenario because it's like at the end of the day, um I do believe that Jesus wants all to be saved, you know, and all to right. know him, you know, and even um uh listening to uh truths um the truths uh interview with sam collier he brought up uh revelation 7 where it talks about like every tongue every tribe um you know will you know will declare like just practically will declare the name of jesus so it's like man even you know i think jesus wants to give everybody the opportunity to know him you know so you know you know my mom said something that was interesting i asked my mom you know, my mom brought it up to me on Thanksgiving, and I was like, I don't know. I said, man, I, said, I was like, mom, I don't know. That's just kind of a weird situation. And she said, the first thing I thought to myself was like, how does he know that they don't know Jesus? Mm. And I was just like, whoa. She's like, we can't assume. She said, she said, like, we don't know nothing about the tribe. Like, they speak their own language. They've been on, you know, they speak their own language. Like, we don't know how many people there are. Like, she was just breaking this stuff down. And she said, but they've been around long enough that we don't know if a disciple could have came across that island. Ah. Or when they were migrating over to that island. She was like, so just to assume that these are godless people is wrong. And we can't have that type of mentality. And I was like, that was just a gut check for me. I was like, yeah. And, um, and she was like, yeah, she said, that's the problem. You know what? She said, we have a Westernized mindset when it comes to that. Um, we can't think that way. She was like, you know, and I, and, and, and that's one thing the guy on the Indian TV was saying, he was saying like, you know, you can't assume that these people are evil or you know what I mean? Like, just because they choose to defend their land, you know yeah. What I mean? He was like, "These aren't bad people." He said, "They." He said, "If you've done your research enough, you will know what they've been through and why they are hostile the way they are." Yeah. So to you know, you can't just be popping up over there on them and be looking like they're going to accept you like that. It don't work like that. You know what I mean? Like that's a totally different. 
they're not even governed. You know what I mean? Like they, this is their, that's their house. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, but my mom said that she was like, "How do we know they don't know Jesus?" And I was just like, "Wow, wow, you're right." Yeah, it's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real. So, uh, um, it was just cases. I guess I just saw a lot of evangelical Christians. Like, I, I saw this one dude write a comment. Was like, "Oh, well, they're probably going to go to hell now because of this." And I'm like, "Dang, for real?" It's like, we think God is like that? Like, really? Like, that's their only opportunity? Like, come on. Guys. Yeah. Like, people gotta chill out. Yeah, we. Uh, I go. I was gonna say we. I think we just we we have a tendency to um to put people like you said put people in that box that that they might not even belong to. So I mean, we just have to really, yeah, like we really have to be careful. Right. Really have right. to be careful. Because the way I look at it too, bro, is like they defended their land just like the military defend our land. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody come into my house three times, bro, and I don't know you, you might get the you might get the pop pop. You feel me? Right. Right. I'll right. be honest. Especially if I got a wife, kid, like we're not playing no games with that. I'm sorry. We gotta ask questions after you're in the hospital. You know what I mean? Like so <laughs> I understand, you know what I'm saying, them looking like, yo, bro, we done told you two times, get away. Like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. But I just felt sad because they said that one time. Okay, I felt sad, but I was like, come on, man, you asking for it at this point. He went back the second time and... um he tried to speak to them, so he said in his journal that uh, one of the dudes came out wearing like a crown with flowers, right? And was like yelling at him. He said he just responded with worship. He started singing worship songs. And I was like, I was like, come wow. on. Like, and mind you, this, they speak a language that nobody knows. Like, nobody on the earth knows this language. So... But he said, like he said, I just responded by singing worship songs, and then some. And then a little kid shot an arrow at him, and the arrow uh, was blocked by the Bible he had in his in his hand. Um, so then they chased after him, and they broke his boat. So he ended up swimming back to the other boat, and he went back again. And I was like, "Come on, bro! Like, wait a second. Now this is a thing called wisdom. We got to exercise, <laughs> like." He, we just can't be swimming back to, to death. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on, man. Like, and this is black folks too. Like, bro, they black folks. Like, nah. Like, nah. And they probably never seen in their mind. They probably like, yo, we never seen an Asian dude before. What is he doing over here, bro? The you know fact that you said a kid shot the arrow. A kid shot the arrow, bro. And he said in his journal, he was like, God, why did the kid have to shoot an arrow at me? I'm like, bro, if a 10-year-old shooting an arrow, bro, you don't go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't go back to that. Some straight uh, meteor man, Golden Lords, bro. Just... Like, <laughs> real But yeah, the, the fisherman said, like, when he saw him swim back, and he, before he even touched foot on the sand, a volley of arrows came out of, this, out of the jungle and just engulfed him. And that was it. And I just like, dang, bro. So I don't know, bro. Ooh. 
God, God bless him. God bless his, his family. Yeah. And like and like Chris said, man, if if and we will never know. We will never know if that was his true calling. But he went. He was brave. Yeah. It was in the name of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? I pray that uh, he in heaven. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus giving him a talking to, and and he just you know enjoying you know the presence of the Lord. Yeah, you know man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ultimately, I pray that those people. You know what I'm saying? We'll be all right at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I just, you know, man, I, I don't I don't want anybody to go over there thinking that like, oh, this is gonna be like the new the new thing to do. Like, nah. Yeah, let's, let's not do not. that. You know what I'm saying? Let, let us let Wakanda live. Let Wakanda be. You know yeah, I'm man. <laughs> <laughs> That's let real. Wakanda That's be. Real. But yo, anything else y'all wanna y'all wanna yeah. address or touch before we get up out of here, man? Really quick, man. We don't have to address it uh so much, man, but I just wanna um again uh just send uh my condolences to um the Affecto family, the humble beast family propaganda. Um, you know, we lost DJ Effecto uh, during the week of Thanksgiving, and uh, just most definitely just want to send prayers out to um, to to his family and to all those that were connected to him that were affected by his loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man, most def, most def, absolutely. Prayers out to his family. Yeah. Um, our condolences to uh, President Bush family too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I read a yeah. wild story about President Bush, bro. That had me. <laughs> Uh, but we'll get to that on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> what a cliffhanger, bro. Hey, yeah, we'll get to another episode, but, you know, condolences to the family. Um, condolences yeah. to the um, to the plates. You know what I'm saying? The food that we grabbed up on on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Condolences. Uh, you know, God bless all the cooks, you know what I mean, and the servers. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, hey, what what y'all got planned for? Uh, y'all got any uh, plans for Christmas or anything coming up? I'm I'm going to I get to go to Texas actually. Is that right? I'm going to Houston, yeah, bro. Man. For three days. What you doing out there? Visiting my grandma. Hey, okay, all right, man, all right. What about you, Chris? Hey, man, I'm going okay. to Bama. Oh, yes, sir. Going to Bama, doing the same. Oh, yes, sir. Grandma. Okay. Oh, and, c- and congratulations. We out you here. the top four in college football. You <laughs> dang right. We sure did. Hey, man. Hey. Roll tight. Roll tight. Hey, man. They oh, had me tripping on Saturday. Oh, bro. On Saturday, they had me tripping. I thought they was going to for sure lose. I was like, what is going on here? But you know we came back in Alabama fashion, so you know that's oh, what we do. True that. Hey, did y'all see uh, Creed yes, sir. too? Not yet. Let's talk about it. For sure, I need to see it soon. I need yeah, to see like we'll, ASAP. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. it after y'all see it. For sure, we'll make it quick. For sure, I'm probably gonna right, see it sure, this weekend. Sure. I'm gonna go see that new Spider-Man movie on Saturday. So, uh, did you get? Did you get like a, some free tickets yeah. or a free screening or or something? Yeah, I got an advanced screening to tickets. So, yeah, me and Chocolate got to see Black Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? Ah, Chocolate. Oh, man. But, yeah, man. Hey, so look, ladies and gentlemen, we thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the AZs and Rupus podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Salute to Anchor <clears throat> for making this happen. You dig? 
Bless you, and, uh, sir. Hit us up on the Twitter and the IG. We thank y'all so much for tuning in. You know how I'm going to leave you because I leave y'all like this each and every time. God never told us to figure them out. He just told us to trust them. Sure. We out. Yes, sir.